Hold up, so West Coast stick up, slot tendencies is in with me. I'm trying to get my rich up, talking about raising Richie, dog. I'm trying to get my rich up. Good for you, man. I'll give you life like an elixir. He said, oh, huh? yes, What's going on, Full Hill Podcast? This is your host, Rafael Chaidez, aka Donkeytron on Xbox Live, where you can find me playing WWE 2K17. I have Halo, I have Morrowind. I have various games. Just hit me up on there. Add me. Send me a message. Whatever. <coughs> We're here to talk about NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 and uh, SummerSlam 2017. Yep. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining me. I have my guest here, Jamie the Jobber. What's up, people? That name's going to stick, bro. At least on the show. <laughs> okay. Right? I'll use it. I'll roll with it. Change your Twitter. Change <laughs> your Twitter. I'll change it soon. Um, what's going on, Jamie? When, when, when are you on here? What's up? When was the last time you were on here? Friday? Um, Thursday? Sometime last week, I think. Yeah, what did we do? I can't remember. I don't remember Do either. Call. Well, whatever. We're here to do NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Let's start off with uh, Cien Almas versus Johnny Gargano. Yeah, that was a good match, man. Um, it was fucking entertaining as hell. The crowd was into it too. Um, and it was part of the pre- it was the beginning of the pre-show, right? Uh, I believe so. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of the pre-show. Um, awesome match, awesome chemistry between the two. Yep. Uh, Cien Almas definitely the heel. Johnny Gargano the the face. Yeah, the face. Lasted like twelve minutes, I think. I don't remember. It was, it, it wasn't too long of a match, but it was just right, just enough um, excitement. They pulled off a lot of good moves, man. Yeah. Very uh, acrobatic, man. Gargano was using a lot of slingshot stuff, a lot of uh, the ropes to slingshot himself in to either spear this guy in the gut to get a DDT. Eventually, San Almas uh, caught on to that, landed a DDT of his own, and started reversing him and started getting the better of those uh-huh. exchanges with that. Gargano started using it too much. But uh, these guys had an awesome match, and I thought Cien Almas wasn't being used properly just because he's a good heel. And um, I think he could be in that NXT title picture, but Bobby Roode, I guess, is the more popular guy. And he didn't need as much build being from Ring of Honor. Yeah, and, he, he had the following mm-hmm. behind him already, so they didn't, didn't have to build him up. Cien Almas had a following, but not necessarily the following that carried into NXT. He was La Sombra. La Sombra, sorry for the super uh-huh. white saying of it. It's La Sombra, uh, but he was cha- dude. He was champion over there. Like okay. he was, he was a badass uh, luchador. But he came over he- over here to NXT. They demasked him, and he's uh, Andrade Cien Almas. No, he's gonna work for him, man. Yeah. He's very he's entertaining, man. I just thought they haven't used him right. Like he's yeah. he's such a good wrestler. He's uh, really exciting. He can just be give on him high- time. He's give a high flyer, and he's strong enough to pull off some of the some Crazy of the power moves. some of the power moves. That are necessary for him to use his heel character. Because yep. you need a heel character to... Be like ruthless. Yeah, man. not necessarily use the, f- the high-flying style that he has the capability of using. Power. But take it away from the people. Like, haha, you guys don't get this exciting shit. Yeah. I'm going to use the power and I'm going to take this guy out. Um, he still incorporates a little bit of high-flying. Not as much as he used to, though. But, uh, again, really, really good match. Gargano's a really, really awesome wrestler. I haven't seen Gargano have a bad match. I haven't... 
to be fair, I haven't seen them that long. Okay. I started watching them before the Cruiserweight Classic, right before they formed DIY, him and Tomasa Ciampa. Yeah, that's the only time I remember him. I mm-hmm. haven't really seen him in singles action. Yeah, so I remember him right before. He had a badass singles match with him and Ciampa for the Cruiserweight Classic. Okay. It was, um, I think that's what won them the tag team championship eventually. It's what pushed them over to, like, we. after that match, I think everyone was like, they need to be tag team champions no matter mm-hmm. what. Yeah. Like, eventually, like, but. If you guys have to slow build it, which which is what they did. They did, yeah. They kept A- after that lot, match, man. yeah. After that match, it was like they want they would win, 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 lose, win, 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 lose. They would make, almost make it and then lose, but oh. they're always in the title picture, always in the title picture, and they they could just never get it done until eventually, I think, in the triple threat tag team match, got one of the takeovers. I think so. I think at Dallas it might have been. I think they they took the titles from. Uh, Yes, and, uh, authors of pain. No, the, the authors of pain were, were hadn't gotten it yet. I think the authors of pain took it from DIY, didn't they? Actually, they might have taken it at Dallas. So this was before Dallas. Okay. Um, DIY took it from. Uh, fuck, these guys are on SmackDown now. Uh, they go hard all day, all night. We go hard. All day, all night. <laughs> you don't know them? That's your gimmick? No. They're guy, the, the guy with the mutton chops, he's bald. Uh, Fuck, man. I forget their name. Um, Kurt Angle pre-order? No. No. Oh. Mm, I want to remember it so bad. Look it up. Uh, how would I look it up? Uh, SmackDown tag teams? Or that on Raw, Raw tag teams? The Revival. Okay. The revival. Do you know them? Yeah, the guys who were accused of beating yep, up. Yep, um, there you go. Them and then they yeah. were next. So yeah. DIY won it from them, and then Authors of Pain won it in the Triple Threat match, I believe, at Dallas. And then, well, then we eventually saw the heel turn with uh, Gargano and Tomasa Ciampa. Yeah, they split them up. That was an awesome. Yeah, nobody expected that, nope, man. I didn't expect that. Well, no, I, I, I kind, it, it was kind of expected, but it just the way they did it was unexpected. And after the match that they had, the time that they did it was unexpected. I guess we expected it, and then we gave up on it because yeah. they had been turning everybody. And we're like, oh, they're eventually gonna turn these guys too. And then they didn't, and then they did, and they did it epically at Takeover Chicago. Oh, that's the one you were at, right? Yeah, that's uh, we were there live. Me and my brother were were leaving, but we were closer to the Titan Tron. So by the time we got around. To the uh, to the exit, we we peeked in again. We we stood in the entrance, uh-huh. and um, Tomasa, Champa, and Gargano were at the top. And then he smashed them against the thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm like glad we fucking came back in and looked. Yeah. And then um, he beat the shit out of them and then put them through the table. Damn, but uh, we dude, almost missed it. Missed it. Damn, yeah, because we're like, let's get out of here so we don't fucking. Because we had good enough seats to where we didn't have to go down any stairs or anything to where we're just going to make a straight shoot out there and try to get to our car and get out of there. Because we were kind of by the exit, too. So we didn't want to start getting blocked. Yeah, but but we decided to peek in, and then that that whole thing happened. I'm like, oh, I'm glad we didn't leave. Yeah, yeah, because that happened. I was so disappointed, man. I didn't get to see that live. No, it was was fucking epic, dude. (laughs) Nice. Um, What was I going to say? Definitely my first takeover, because it was the first takeover in Chicago. But um, I hadn't been to a ton of WWE events anyway. Never okay. a pay-per-view. Uh-huh. I decided between this one or Backlash, and I'm like, look, I don't want to go two days in a row. <laughs> I got shit to do. I got a podcast to get ready for and nephews to hang out with. I can't do two pay-per-views in a row, so I just... I, 
I thought was going to be the better one, and I was, I guess, right. Yeah, NXT, yeah. It was better. Yeah. So, we had a great back and forth. Uh, Gargano getting his, but then uh, Cien Alma just coming back with it. And uh, let me see. Let me take a quick look at my notes. Gargano kept trying to do his submission on him, and that, that, uh, that Cripper cl- uh, cross. Dude, they had me with that thing. one. They had me with that. Yeah, man. They kept reversing and he kept. Like, I I thought Sinan was yeah. gonna submit. They Dude, they, they had me sold on that. that one so many times. That was so that was so cool. I remember I remember that part of the match. Uh, it was pretty gnarly. I liked it, man. That's what won me over. I'm like, these yeah. guys are going back at it. They're reversing, you know, the shirts. Oh, stuff. dude, the talking about reversals. The so Gargano went for a sunset flip or a sunset flip power bomb. Yeah. And uh, Cien Almas flipped out of it. You remember? Instead of getting power bomb, he flipped completely on his feet. I, I think dude, so. that's so much. That's so good acrobatics. Like, it's just the coordination of them to do it. Like it, to make it look that good because uh-huh. it, it looked all right. Like it wasn't excellent, but it, uh-huh. it it was believable. Yeah. Okay. Like, like he flipped over him and the carry through it looked like he was carrying him into the power bomb when he flipped out of it and landed on his feet. You yeah, get me? It it, yeah. it 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 flew. It was pretty fluid. You can tell they were so really like good wrestlers. A, a flip in midair, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And, and like they coordinated to like where, well, like you have to know how much like. How he's pulling you, and you have to have yeah. a sense of feeling of where you are in the air, and when to flip. Like these guys are really good at it, and they've been doing it for so long. Just see that is epic, and like this match was, that was super good. A man. story of how good of wrestlers they are, and what, what good chemistry they can have together. I'm not sure how many times they've wrestled together or what matches they've had, but just the potential that they have, man. But see, but seeing match. this match, it. it it seems like they've been wrestling forever. Yeah. They oh, have hell yeah. they have oh, ages. Yeah. They know each other. Like they, yeah. they the chemistry between these guys is good. And like I said, it's, it's like just a, like yeah, like it's like almost like a Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. They wrestled against each other so many times. Yeah. Uh huh. Type of deal. Like, dude, they just like I said, I'm not sure how many it's been, but these guys, it just goes to show you their chemistry. Whoever they booked that together. match was smart. Yeah, because it came out of nowhere. They booked it like a week before, yeah. like. And it was like, Cien Almas is like, I want an opponent that's going to be tough. And then Gargano came out and they're like, boom. All right. Okay, let's go. Yeah, I don't know where. Oh, and uh, so, yeah, they had a great back and forth. And it looked like Gargano was about to take it. <clears throat> but um, I forget the lady's name. He's got a new manager, Cien Almas. Oh, the Mexican-looking lady? Yeah, so Cien Almas, oh, I is, Cien Almas, I don't know what it was. So Cien Almas came in with, like, a fedora and, like, a vest, and he would come in, the like... White a, pants? Yeah, and he would come in, like, um, I don't know, like, I'm better than you, like a Mexican cartel. Almost like a Mexican cartel or, like, a Mexican... Oh, da- yeah, something like that. <laughs> I just didn't know what it was, what they were trying to go for his gimmick. And then they decided to go with a mujeriego, which would be a womanizer. Mm. He was sleeping with a bunch of uh, badass women and partying all the time and yeah. being a badass. I got some breaking news for WWE. What? Um, uh, Big Cass has a torn ACL and left knee that will require surgery, recovery time about nine months. Damn. So yesterday on Raw, if you guys didn't watch, uh, he got tossed to the outside he was having a match with enzo it was a hardcore match of sorts or a street fight okay a brooklyn street fight <laughs> and uh he got tossed over the top rope and he landed awkwardly on one of his legs 
And then when he went for his empire elbow, he, like, he couldn't pull it off. Though. When he tried to bounce up to to get in the air, he couldn't, and uh, he well, just yeah, climbed up. Yeah, on his left knee, dude. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they called the match. He, the The referee gave the X sign. He uh, he gave the. Yeah. When they do this sign, you guys can't see because the cameras aren't on. They go almost like the X, the X or CM X Punk, CM Punk sign. Yeah, and uh, he called the match, and they. Fuck, that, that, that was it, and Enzo Mori won. He's gonna be out nine months. Fuck. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, they were just building them up too, man. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, so that <laughs> excuse me. So that means Enzo's probably gonna have to find something else to do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to the match. Yep. Back to the back to the show, so Gargano's winning. He's uh, building up steam, and it looks like he's gonna go for uh, for whatever finisher he has, or some kind of running attack. He's in the corner waiting for it, and uh, uh, oh, we were, we were talking about this guy's um, character build. Yeah, yeah. So he was a, a womanizer of sorts, <laughs> party animal, slept with a lot of women, I guess, and it was distracting him in his career. Damn. So now this. Bitchy woman. Uh-huh. Sorry to say it like that, but she looks like a bitch. And she acts like a bitch. So she's a bitch. And, um... Yeah, no, she's, she's always yelling at him and telling him what to do. So, you know, <laughs> maybe that's what he needs. And it looks like that's what he needs because he beat Gargano. Yeah. And he seems to be on the come up. So that's what seems to be his, um... His MO for now. Yeah, for now. It seems like he was a party animal and this lady found him and she's getting him on the right track. Okay. In a bitchy way. But, uh, yeah. So she's getting him on the right track, and uh, he beats Gargano. She throws... A the, rag at she, him? No, she throws the DIY shirt at him. Oh, okay. The shirt that they used to wear as a tag team. Okay. Which, it's supposed to be like, oh, no. Well, yeah, I threw him back the mm-hmm. memories. Which, it's awesome. Look, this is perfect NXT. This is awesome NXT. So they both have an awesome match to start off NXT TakeOver rivalry, 3, man. Brooklyn. And, no, dude, this isn't even a rivalry. Well, this is a rivalry point, but... So, Cien Almas wins, gets to go ahead, doesn't have to worry about anything anymore. Gargano is reminded of the rivalry between Tommaso Ciampa. So, yeah. they're they're building that even more. That's advanced a little bit. That's nudged even more. That's like, hey, guys, remember remember about this. Yeah. You guys remember how epic that was? Yeah. It's coming. The tag team that was together it's that coming. broke up. Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, this could even be... You might be even right. This could be a... A rivalry that uh, that lasts a couple matches just uh, because they need time till Champa gets back. Champa's been injured, so okay, they need a little bit of time for him to get back. Yeah, but she throws the shirt at him. He opens it up because he notices it's a DIY shirt, and uh, Cien Almas goes and lands his DDT. He has a DDT where like he holds the hand behind their back and he lands a pretty vicious DDT. I don't know what they call it. I need uh, to start writing the names of these na- uh, moves the down. Finishers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they change it up a lot. But, uh, yeah, he lands his finishing DDT and gets the one, two, three. And awesome opening match to NXT yeah, take over Brooklyn. The crowd was into it, too, man. They were hyped up. It was a good match to start it off. Mm-hmm. And then we had uh, the titles were on the line. Sanity versus the Authors of Pain. Um, give me your thoughts on this match, and then I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts. I don't know nothing. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, Fuck you, bitch. Why not get I you on the show <laughs> then, you cocksucker? <laughs> no. Uh, insanity. How do you say their name? Sanity? Yeah, just yeah. Sanity, not sanity. Insanity. What I like to call them. Yeah, you've been the, saying Insanity. Insanity, yeah. I like to refer to them as the uh, classic uh, Mad Max 
people, man. Yeah. That's exactly what they remind me of. Um, it's funny though. In the beginning of the match, I don't know their names. It sucks. Uh, they basically gave us the. I'll, I'll help you out. So, uh, Sanity, the small guy, Eric Young, the guy with the mohawk. That's yeah. Eric Young. And the bigger guy. The guy that looks like um, Josh Barnett is Alexander Wolf. And the uh, the big hairy monster is uh, <laughs> Killian Dean. Okay. And then uh, the girl's uh, Nikki yeah. Cross. So basically, they made pretend that one of them was fighting. Uh, but uh, so, authors of pain run in, and these guys. I think they they start the match before. No, they haven't. They yeah, haven't they don't start the, the match. match yeah. yeah, yeah. They haven't because the sanity match comes out right. They don't let them. Mm-hmm. They don't let them come into the ring and they attack them. They just run in yeah. there and start fucking yeah. fighting. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> they don't, uh, the bell has them rung, so they're fighting. And then, after like two minutes of them fighting, uh, one of the sanity people, uh, comes in. I can't remember the name, that's why I suck explain, explaining this. Uh, so they're fighting for a while and then they get in the ring. Whoops on the inside getting his ass beat. <laughs> And then when he goes for the the tag, he hesitates, and Eric Young ju- jumps up on the apron, and they all look at each other like, "What?" Mind you, the match hasn't started. Yeah, yet. The, they haven't rang the yeah, bell. Yeah, the, the the bell hasn't rang, and um, actually, the bell has rang. That's why it was so confusing. But it wasn't it wasn't established yet. who the the, <laughs> the other tag team partner was. Killian Dean was still on the outside as well, but he was on the apron. I don't even know if he was on the apron, but um, yeah, no. So Eric Young jumps up, he gets tagged in, and Killian Dean goes on the outside. And Basically, Eri- the old Eric Suchiru. Yeah, and then Eric Young proceeds to take the advantage of sorts. But the story of this match is sanity building steam and uh, authors of pain beating him down, nasty. And but but then it it would it would come back to it. Then building back up, and then sanity or uh, sorry, authors of pain, like heavy coming coming at them heavy, like Dude, they have, knocking down whatever progress they, they have had. Crazy ass uh, moves together, man. They have mm-hmm. good ass tag team moves the, together. The best way I could describe it is like kids at a, at the beach building a sandcastle and an adult tearing it down. Every time they would build something up, these guys would tear it Knock down. It over. Any steam these guys would have, they would put it out. <laughs> The old school video of Snoop Dogg knocking over the buildings in yeah. uh, New York City, yeah. that type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see. These guys had a great back and forth, dude. It. I think this, I don't know if it was the addition of Eric Young. Uh-huh. And it's not just all big guys because they've done this before. And, like, I've seen them wrestle. And I like Killian Dean, but, you know. He can, he's only he's limited to a certain moveset just because of his size, mm-hmm. and so is Alexander Wolf, and not man, even not always, even Wolf that always, much. They always have little guys fighting big guys on mm-hmm. the next team, man, yeah. all all the time. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Maybe they needed the combination of two big guys and then a big guy and a little guy mm-hmm. for the tag match for yeah. this shit to happen. So it was it was a bad, again it was a yeah a good follow up to the first match. Man. Yeah, it was good. And uh, sadly. No, it was it was a good match, and then on, they're on the outside, and Eric Young jumps at the Authors of Pain, hits one of them, and then Wolf Alexander Wolf decides to do the same, and he goes out and he does like a a running senton, like a flip in the air, and he just like hits him with his back. Okay, hits one of the Authors of Pain, kind of lands on him roughly, but you know these guys are huge; they took it anyway. <laughs> and then Nikki Cross gets in the ring, 
and uh, yep. every everyone goes crazy because she wants you know she's she, crazy man yeah she comes yeah. in like I'm gonna jump at them too like it's my turn and then uh, fuck Paul Paul Elring the manager the manager of authors of pain comes in and stops her and there's like a little mini back and forth between them where she's yelling at him and he's yelling at her and the referee's stopping both of them and then like they rotate and as they rotate Nikki's on their side of where the authors of pain are mm-hmm. at gets to the to the top rope and jumps on one of the authors of pain but he catches her and doesn't he slam her through no her? no so he catches her and he's holding her there but previously, before the match started, Eric Young had set up a table. So they stand in a table <laughs> there spot. There you go. And Killian Dean fucking charges the Authors of Pain with him. Uh, well, one of them. I, I don't know if it was uh, Akam or Razor. But uh, whatever, w- whichever one had Nikki in, in his arms. And he fucking body splashes them both through the table. And go. it was a badass fucking table spot they had. <laughs> yeah. It was a it was fucking right against yeah. the announcer's table. Yep, right. Fucking yeah. epic table spot, dude. It was epic. I don't know what else more to say, dude. Like three people through the table. And fucking, a girl yeah, was and, in yeah. there. The girl was mixed up. Dude, something that they never do. Like no. it was weird. I'm like, they let a girl like actually do it. But she's crazy enough to where she's attacked guys and like actually jumped on their yeah. back. And I don't know if they're letting it happen more and more to where they won't hit a girl. Well, but she's a, crazy enough to do it though, so I'm yeah. not surprised. Mm-hmm. It was it was badass though. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was awesome. And ECW type shit. So, Paul Elring is distracting the ref. That's supposed to what not get these guys disqualified. And um, so that eliminates one of the authors of pain from the match, pretty much, because he's just went through a table. He's out. Killian Dean and Nikki Cross were the ones taking the splash and going through the table from the sanity. So, both of the guys are fresh from... Sanity, the ones that were legal in the match, and they hit their move. It's like a one of the guys holds them, and the other guy comes down. I don't know what they call it. Okay. That's a horrible explanation of the move, but that's the best <laughs> I can do, and that's the best you're going to get. <laughs> so suck my kick. Suck a la minca. Yeah, suck a la minca. But, um, yeah, so they, they, uh, they hit their move. Sanity does, and we have new NXT champions, people. I was surprised. I was surprised, too. No, well... I, yeah, I was surprised, but we needed a title change, and we need um, they might get a rivalry. They might get Who, Authors of Pain? I didn't even think about that. That definitely was going to happen. They, they, they definitely have to call them up, and that'll help out. The... Whichever. Oh, my God, dude. That has to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. And if you keep Dean and this guy together, and then you call it the Authors of Pain, they're going to have to take out the Authors of Pain, bro. Something. They're listening to us, man. Yeah, I better stop with this podcast or taking my ideas. There's a microphone yeah. somewhere here. Yeah. Kettlebell. So, yeah. Uh, we have new tag team champions, Eric Young and Alexander Wolf. I don't know if they're going to have the free the Freebirds rule where they anyone could fight. I know who. I'll, I'll say later. I know who can challenge him for the tag team belts. Who? The very end. At the end of the match, the oh, and then the end of the pay per view. At the end of the pay per view, those people. But yeah, let's keep going. Well, that that's no. Well, they they came out here. Oh yeah, right. They yeah. came out here, so Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly come out. 
Red Dragon from Ring of Honor. I don't know who they are. I should look more into them. Red Dragon, yeah. Red Dragon. Yeah, Red Dragon. I think they just spell it different. Yeah, they have an R-E in front of the dragon. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So, they come out and they attack the Authors of Pain and uh, Sanity, new tag team champions. So, they're definitely in the mix now. And if Sanity, or if Authors of Pain get called up, then you have still right there a nice little rivalry you can continue and give the other tag tag, uh, teams a chance. Yeah, opportunities because the Authors of Pain were dominating everybody. Yeah, they're huge dudes, dude. Yeah, they're fucking jacked, dude. Yeah, they needed Halo Brown on meets Brock Lesnar. Yep, they they needed they need a call up just so they can face the top tag teams. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, might uh, as well. They have a badass storyline. They're gonna have a, a a good following, man. They're bad. Who's gonna stop them? Uh, the Shield, right there. Yeah. Yep. Or if they go to SmackDown, anybody else though too, man. So we'll see what goes on with that. But uh, I'm interested in this Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly shit that that happened. I need, I need to look more into them. Just because they came in Ring of Honor, and I, I you know what they are because they have a good following. And they were champions in a lot of areas. They're not areas, in a lot of different promotions. And um, then we had Hideo Itami versus Aleister Black. See? I'll, I'll go first on this one, and then, I'll okay. let you, and then you'll give me your thoughts. Itami versus Black, let's see. JR came out. Jerry yeah, King he Lawler. was announcing that. Yeah. Yeah, so he's announced a couple of them now. He did the the European, no, United Kingdom title match last time at Takeover Chicago. Okay. He did that when he came out and announced. I had to rewatch that one because I was there live, so I couldn't hear him. We just we had a huge pop for him though. Um, so this is a striker's dream match in the sorts for wrestling. If you like striking based matches in uh, WWE, yeah, this is one of your matches. Alistair Black putting one of these on with Cassius Ono. Yeah, that was classic. That yeah. was from the Chicago one, wasn't it? Or mm, like maybe a week after that, or okay. or, or two weeks, but yeah, uh, very it was close like the to beginning there. Beginning of NXT, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, but uh, they 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 had an epic match, uh, Cassius Ono and Atami, and this one was another one put together by Cassius or Alistair Black. Another badass striking display. So they both incorporate a lot of kicks and a lot of elbows and a lot of uh, strikes, like uh, punches of sorts. Okay. But um, like I said, if you like striking and wrestling, this is definitely your match. And it's a slow build, and I guess you kind of see it now, of a Tommy turning heel. So he faced Rude at TakeOver Chicago, and he couldn't mm-hmm. get it done, and he's faced a lot of injuries. Okay. In the company, and he was—he came. He's one of the first Japanese guys that came over from New Japan. That was super popular in New Japan. Came over to NXT, and he's just had bad luck. He got hurt every. Little yeah, by like little. like three times. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, and like he's come back, had like a couple of matches, and then got injured again. So he just hasn't had good luck. And um, he's healthy now. Is yeah, so he it? came back, and he couldn't get rude. So it started kind of like a mean streak. The next time on NXT, he beat the shit out of somebody too bad, and Cassius Ono came out. And he's like, hey, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Somebody's debuting on 205. Huh, they threw Enzo to 205. Didn't we call it, too, man? Yeah. Shit, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see this later. Yep. 
breaking news. Yeah. Enzo just appeared on 205 Live. We have it on in the background. Sorry, guys. Sorry for distraction. But no, but that's breaking news. So, yeah. So, where was I? Talking about the match they pulled up. Yeah, so Atami has... Been hurt. He's Well, he's been hurt. He's come back. He lost against Rude, and... So he was beating the shit out of someone after the Rude match the next time. I think it was Kyle O'Reilly. I think he beat the shit out of him and did, like, three go-to-sleeps. Uh-huh. And then... Cassius Ono came out and he's like, Hey, dude, what the hell? You can't do that. So then they formed a tag team. <laughs> And they weren't working together well. And then they had like a little mini rivalry where Tommy was pissed. And he's been kind of demanding respect. And in the, in this match, that was the that was the story of the match. They were both really good strikers, putting on exciting uh, kicks, <coughs> elbows, Super like kicks. I said, yeah, and like and sprink, sprinkling sprinkling some wrestling, like suplexes. And some other wrestling so like, moves. It was, a, it was a striker's striker's dream yeah. match, man. The Chinese guy is fucking crazy, man. Yeah, and like I said, it was uh, the story of a Tommy demanding respect. He gets distracted looking at the crowd, demanding respect. Gives the opportunity for Aleister Black to hit the fade to black, uh, winning the match. Fade to black. That used to be an old game on PlayStation. Very nice. <laughs> So Enzo Mori is probably gonna get a title shot next. I doubt it. He's looked at him all funny like this. And... Who else? Is two, well, whatever. We can get into this some other time. Two hundred five live. This is interesting. We can talk about this some other time. Um, Asuka versus Ember Moon. That was a good match. Women's match is one of the best women's matches I've ever seen. Just pure wrestling, no gimmick. No we hardcore match, was, no yeah. triple, no, none of that. It was just a regular one-on-one match for the NXT Women's Championship. Badass performance put on by both women. Badass wrestlers. Hats off to both women. There's nothing, I, I, I want to see more of their matches, but I think Asuka's, I don't know, I think Ember Moon's going to get called up some one of these times. Well, Asuka's hurt. Remember I sent you the message earlier? Yeah, so maybe... Dude, I was hoping Asuka would just drop the title and move up. Like, I I was hoping that she would uh, get beat by she Ember broke, Moon. She broke yeah. Goldberg's record already, right? Yeah, she already broke that. So, I was just hoping she would lose to Ember Moon and, like, just move up. But now that she got hurt, she's going to be yeah. sidelined, so we or don't know yet. Maybe now she just drops it and the winner of... Uh, she comes back, like, at a crazy pay-per-view in a women's match, just out of nowhere. Just main roster her. There's yeah. no... But get, just strip her of the title and don't have just make it be the championship match for the Mae Young. But I think they've already filmed it. I think that's already done and that's not going to happen. Damn. So and may, maybe maybe like they don't want to do that. So we'll see. Would you just hear us whatever we're talking about and they'll do it? Yeah. <laughs> so we, we just talked about it. So if you guys didn't realize by what we were saying, Asuka wins the match. But it was a badass match, dude. This was the main event worthy match. Hell yeah, dude. It was bad. It was good. It was good. But you'll see why it wasn't the main event right now. <laughs> so, yeah, d- dude, this this should have been the main event wrestling-wise. Story-wise, I understand why it wasn't. But wrestling-wise, this should have been the match of the night. Dude, like I said, no gimmicks. It looked like two dudes fighting. Like, yeah, and the story was Ember, Ember Moon was building, building, building. And then she finally was going to be in a four-way match. Here at Chicago, which I thought she was going to win the title there. 
she got hurt and couldn't do it. Oh, and uh, she had faced Asuka. And Asuka pushed the referee into the ropes, had a cheat to win. So here we are. She got hurt, came back, and she got her one-on-one match. And um, she's putting on a hell of a match against Asuka. Asuka locks in the Asuka lock. She gets out of it. And uh, let's see. She hits Asuka with the fucking the the eclipse or whatever she calls it. Yeah, like the Stone Cold Stunner off the top rope. Yeah, or, off the turnbuckle. Yeah, she jumps off the top rope and hits hits her with like a Stone Cold Stunner. Like a yeah, a stand up Stone Cold mm-hmm. Stunner or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's yeah, that's the best way to do it. A, yep. a Stone Cold Stunner off the turnbuckle. And uh, Ember gets two razor close finishes. Like, dude, it, like they sold those finishes really, really well. Razor close. And uh, Ember, Ember Moon just uh, couldn't get it. She couldn't get the pin. She couldn't get three the three count. And ultimately, Asuka forces Ember Moon to submit. It was a good match, dude. Man. It was a, it was a, it I was an awesome her, match. Um, Twelve forty, one of the longer ones in the pay per view. Twelve minutes and forty seconds. The ass move and she oh yeah, the butt bomb. Yeah, I don't the know what they. The hip, the yeah. hip, something they call it. Yeah. But yeah, she just fucking. I remember seeing that. I was like, what the fuck? It looked effective. Cause mm-hmm. She was running at it pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. It was an awesome match, but uh, Asuka wins. So. But she's gonna be out now because she had a, uh, a broken. Yeah, uh, collarbone. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens with this division. I believe Ember Moon is gonna be called up. Asuka with this injury might have to be dropped. Drop the title and be called up as well. Eventually, when she comes, she'll probably come back at a pay per view mm-hmm. uh, on the main event uh, if they strip her the title. Continue her streak. That's a it's a good way of continuing her streak. Yeah, she hasn't. She's injured. She can't defend it. Strip her in thirty days, and then um, we'll see. You can have a tournament on another women's tournament, like a four women oh, yeah, tournament. May, May Young winner faces. Mm-hmm. So then we had the main event. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode. As soon as I saw Drew McIntyre and how hard of a push he had in NXT, I'm like, that guy's going to be the guy to take out Bobby Roode. Yeah. When I saw Tommy, Tommy never really sold me, and it's because I wasn't a fan necessarily. Okay. It's just I had seen everyone with his fighting style that when I saw his, he his character, he had no character. He was just a little bl- a bland. Him and Finn have similar fighting styles, but when you have Finn doing the demon and even just Finn Balor as the Baylor club guy. Yeah. He has more character than Tommy, and maybe it's because Tommy's foreign. I'm sorry, but he's a powerful so guy, it, man. You know, so is Finn too. But I, I guess I can speak. Speak, but his gimmick is just awesome. Yeah, sorry, what were you saying? I said, um, fuck the guy Bobby Roode, fucking fuck. McIntyre. Yeah, he's like he's a big guy, man. Yeah, he's McIntyre huge, is man. huge. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like a first baseman for a baseball team, man. He's just jacked. Yeah, out of tall and jacked. Out of all the matches, this was the slowest of all of them. Yeah. But not necessarily bad. Just because um, Bobby Roode has put on more methodical matches, as I would say, more technical matches, to where he focuses on a body part and he tries to take it out. And um, in this one, it seems like he was just trying to get this guy out of there. Like, he was landing powerful moves, powerful suplexes. Yeah. Um, He went for his DDT. He couldn't get the pin. This guy kicked out of it the first time. And um, he was almost trying to go blow for blow with McIntyre, but <laughs> not at a fast pace. But He couldn't do it, though. Yeah, he couldn't do it. McIntyre's just too powerful of a guy. It's, it's like, it's basically like Kevin Nash versus uh, Shawn Michaels back in the mm-hmm. day. Like, 
Couldn't do it. He yep. Big. He was. He didn't. What I thought they were gonna do is I thought he was gonna. Damn, too fast. Yeah, too I thought big. he was gonna focus on the body part and uh, try to maybe take out his legs, to try to avoid the big claymore kick. But he was trying to match him blow for blow, almost of sorts. Not as powerful as Drew McIntyre's moves. Not as much as power moves, but you know he was still going for him. Mm-hmm. He was trying to make it exciting. It was though. It was. It was a good match. But just if you compare it to the rest of the matches on the card, it wasn't as exciting. It was a good match, though. And out of Bobby Roode's matches in NXT, I, th- I think it was the more exciting of them. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so he lands another glorious DDT. And he's like, fuck it. He kicked out of it once already. So he goes for it a second time. Boom, lands it. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's going to go over. for the pin. He goes for it a third time. And on the third one, McIntyre reverses it. And... uh he, I don't know what he hit him with, but he has Bobby kind of dazed, and he hits him with the Claymore kick and gets the three count, just like that. But, and then. Yeah, and then, uh, so Red Dragon come out, Bobby Fisher and Kev- Kyle O'Reilly, and they're in the corner. And so Not this was, in the ring yet. Yeah, so this was weird. So they're on the apron like a tag team, and uh, Drew McIntyre walks over to them and casually, and uh, like, they kind of sold me on it. I thought they were going to, sh- like, congratulate him. I thought they were congratulating him of sorts. Mm-hmm. And they're actually distracting him because Adam Cole comes in, ex-member of uh, the Bullet Club. So he got kicked out of the Bullet Club recently when his contract was coming up and they knew he was leaving. Okay. They pulled the gimmick to where they kicked him out of the Bullet Club. <laughs> but he he was building popularity. He was okay. he was becoming a fan favorite. And uh, he's definitely bringing a fan base from Ring of Honor. I'm not too sure how many. He did have New Japan matches he yeah, had to so have red dragon and there's all ring of honor fans are gonna bring yeah so them. he's holding the title up above drew mcintyre and red dragon helped them out helped them do this so it's interesting to see if they're gonna form a faction of sorts what's yep. gonna happen are they gonna bring a bullet club here or something else just are, call them a new faction something similar something very similar to where the yeah again i don't think it'll work so we're gonna see where that goes it's gonna be very exciting, though, to tell, to, to say the least. Oh yeah, man, they got a lot, a lot of talent. They're bringing people over from Ring of Honor with yeah. their friends. So with e- their friends. even with with us predicting people leaving, well, Rude just left. He's on SmackDown. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Sorry if you guys. Uh, yeah. So Bobby Rude, he he lost he lost to Drew McIntyre, and he got called up today on uh, SmackDown. Dude, I gotta take a piss. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Give me one minute. Yeah. So even with the call-up, uh, NXT's looking strong still. Uh, Bobby Fish and uh, Kyle O'Reilly of Red Dragon. Adam Cole, pre- uh, previously a member of Bullet Club. Yeah, so that ends NXT, and I'm excited for this week. And um, the day after, they're still in Brooklyn. We go over to SummerSlam 2017. Let me pull up the card real quick. And it starts off with The Miz and The Miztourage. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel with Maurice. Versus The Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan in a six-man tag match. And it was a wash match. Like completely a shitty match. No one was in attendance because no one no one really cared about getting there for the match. It didn't. You have the Intercontinental Champion 
in a six-man tag match with it holding no importance whatsoever. Because I don't want to see Jason Jordan for the Intercontinental title, at least not yet. But it seems like that's going to be the direction that they go. I don't know. He had a he had a different match on Raw, so we'll see. We'll see where that's going to go. But yeah, so Miz has a six-man tag match instead of defending his Intercontinental title on one of the biggest pay-per-views. What the fuck? This shit is fucked, boys. Like, I don't know what's going on. No defense for the Intercontinental title. He's in a six-man tag match, and he's the first He's the first match. He's on the pre-show. He's not even on the pay-per-view. So I don't know what the hell's going on with that. And they defeat the Hardys and Jason Jordan. Oh, you're talking about the pre-show kickoff for some Yeah, time? it was a shitty match. Six-man tag match. I'm, I was pissed that they're not. Yeah, man, the Hardys made a fucking crazy-ass appearance at WrestleMania. Yeah. And the next big pay-per-view you have, you fucking put them on the pre-card. Yeah, but that's not even that. You have the Miz def- not even defending or advancing the storyline of the Intercontinental title on yeah, one of the biggest true. pay-per-views. He just, he, the, his new <coughs> faction is just getting up and going, man. They could have worked that better in SummerSlam. <coughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It was disappointing. They could at least put that in the... <laughs> that could have been the the first match of the actual pay-per-view. It would, that would have been better. But like you said, he didn't defend his title. What the fuck? <coughs> it's SummerSlam. Everybody has their titles on the line. Yep. Everybody. <coughs> so you have, uh, after that, you had a very disrespectful match, I guess, in the first. Because you, there was no one in attendance, and we'll get, we can touch on that right now, I guess, since we're not going over it. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, yesterday on Raw, he, he was pissed about it. He cut a badass promo yesterday. Mm. He, um, he mentioned something like about people being there in attendance because you could clearly see no one was there in attendance. To be fair, that show was like five, six hours long. It's really hard to ask people to sit there that long in those shitty chairs. Live. So they got there whatever time they could get there. You could blame them all you want. I would, but I'm not <laughs> wrestling, so fuck. <laughs> fuck that. I'll blame them. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, after that, it's, he caught a badass promo on Raw yesterday. But uh, then you had uh, Neville defeating Kira Tozawa. Regaining his WWE Cruiserweight Championship, which to me, I don't know what the fuck WWE is doing with this shit. So I like 205 Live, just because I like the wrestling. I don't know what's. I don't know why it doesn't get good ratings. I like the Cruiserweights, but what the hell's going on with this uh, storyline? So you have Neville, just lost it on Monday to Akira. That's and, fucked up, man. And then you have Akira Tozawa drop it on Sunday. Less it, than a week it's ridiculous. later. There's no storyline that, that They could have kept they could have kept going with that feud. Yep. Or they could have made something else different out of it. Make him drop it at SummerSlam. Yeah, man. That's like that sucks. And he worked up to it, man. Yeah. Because he was having good matches before. Well, Akira Tozawa was a badass. Yeah, he's and, good. To me, it would have made more sense Neville just going in and defeating Akira. Like and kicking his ass. Yeah. You, <coughs> Neville's good as the king of the cruiserweights. And I don't know what what they thought was going to happen after this. Maybe he drops it and then he gets lo- not lost in the shuffle, but maybe has like a match or two against someone else before he gets back in the scene again. But he would have a rematch, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. They could have had the feud, whatever, build, or... Him just get a rematch the yeah. following day. Especially with 
Enzo coming. After SummerSlam, yeah, though. Especially with Enzo coming. With them knowing that they were going to throw Enzo into the... Well, I didn't think they knew that until today. Until yesterday, maybe? Well, until we found out right now that Big Cass was out. Dude, they knew yesterday. It was a non-contact <laughs> injury. He, right after. He really got thrown out of the ring, and like when he he landed on his one leg, he was like, ah, and then he went in. Tried to continue, and then when he jumped, it just was like it was no more. Yeah, so it's kind of fucked. I don't know what's going on with the Cruiserweight title picture either. So the Intercontinental title picture is fucked, and the Cruiserweight title picture is fucked. Uh-huh. Not, not really for the Cruiserweight title because it's back on Neville, and Enzo Mori is now on 205 Live. So you kind of have a little bit of a new feud there, <laughs> and you can actually put it on Enzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? He has a mouthpiece, and you can have He's him to have it, the yeah. fan base. Yep. He can be the face. Neville the yep. Hill. He, he's, dude, this is going to help 205 Live. Dude, we were talking about this like three or two weeks ago yeah. when I was here yeah. last time. They have yeah. a microphone. They're listening to us. Mm-hmm. The writers. Somebody on the writers team Are you gonna pay, is listening to us. No, I'm not getting paid, man. On the side. Somebody on the writers team is listening to us. From Podbean, YouTube, somewhere. And then after that match, so yeah. Neville keeps his title. And then you have the Usos versus the New Day. Yep. Tag team match. Championship match. Dude, this was a badass fucking match. It was an awesome match. Uh, good back and forth. These these tag teams have good chemistry. I think I said it in the last in the last podcast or one of the last uh, WWE. It might have even been the was it the backlash one? I don't think they might have been there for backlash. They might have gotten there for backlash and lost. But they've been fighting since like the Raw days, dude. Mm-hmm. They've been fighting forever. Yeah, even since they got there, and they uh, both experienced and they lost. They, they they still put on good matches. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make one or the other look weak. <laughs> Another that shouldn't have been on the pre-show neither. No, nope, this should have been on the main main, main card. card. And uh, it was a good match, dude. But I don't. Again, I don't. I don't. Uh, I wish they would have longer streaks. Mm-hmm. But if they're gonna continue this feud with both of them, okay. Before to interrupt. What other tag team do they have that can go against you? Right. Maybe the Authors of Pain. Maybe the Authors of Pain. Because Raw has enough tag teams. Yeah, Raw has enough tag teams. They have the Hardys, and they're putting the Hardys on the fucking pre-show. They need to start tagging a lot of these guys that don't have anything to do. That aren't in the mix of anything. Start tagging them and see if they get a pop. Yeah, like fucking Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah, look at them now. They're fucking fusing and wearing, like, uh, skirts. Or kilts and... uh, like uh, war jackets with like uh, flare on them with like war medals. That's cool, man. That they want or like p- bad, cool patches. So yeah, they're doing their own thing and look at them now. They were champions and you, Seth and Dean took it because they're fucking super popular. That's why they took the titles. But still a good feud. Yeah. And a good tag team. I agree with that though. Damn, did I just jump ahead? I yeah, jumped I ahead so, big yeah. time. Uh. It was the Usos. Yeah, the Usos. So the Ooh. Usos actually Ooh. win. It was a 20-minute match, dude. They Damn. had a long match. The Damn, Usos. Yeah, the shit. Usos took it. So let's see if I can remember this match. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a lot about it? Not that one. I remember the, the beginning. Who got That's pinned? Close. Sorry. Who got pinned? Do you remember? Nope. I don't know if it was Big E. I can't remember. Dude, it's like I want to remember, but I can't I can't remember that match. We apologize. Yeah, I don't remember anything until the beginning of SummerSlam. Dude, I saw this match too. Damn. But, uh... 
Usos lost the championship. I remember it was a good match, though. I thought the Usos won. Yeah, the Usos won. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> the Usos lost. Oh, the Usos won. Sorry. <coughs> they take the titles. Why can't I remember this fucking match? It's a lot of wrestling, man. Yeah. Backlog. I know Xavier was pretty good. You, you know what? I do remember a spot where Xavier had uh, one of his uh, submissions in. And he almost made one of those so tap out. Okay. They sold me on that. I forgot what else. Am I just making shit up though? Actually, did I write anything down? I probably didn't. I don't think you said you took notes for some reason. I did while it was going on. But I'm not sure. The May Young Classic is on right now. Two no, are they? Is it recorded already? It, it's it's recorded, but they're not starting to like the. They like three days after the. Damn, I thought it was on. I thought they were showing fucking six wrestling. No. No, I didn't have anything written down for that either. Yeah, I don't remember that fucking match. It's alright, man. Don't be mad at yourself. It's a lot of fucking matches, man. <sighs> you fucking cocksucker. You should have taken notes of, on this one. On top of Monday Night Raw. Fucking You should have taken notes on this one. Smackdown. And the rest of SummerSlam. You you fired. Can't get mad at me for getting you fired. Match. I'm about to find the new. Fuck it, Ultimate Warrior. That I. Am. I'm about to find the new person to talk wrestling to. Is that what she's saying? That are. Something distracted by the TV. Um. Fuck, man. Yeah. So the Usos win. Whatever. And then Natalia versus Naomi. So this is awesome. So they had uh, Naomi in the poster. They had uh, Naomi looming over Natalia. Okay. Kind of saying, like, I'm going to win. Well, no. 20 years ago, they had uh, The Undertaker looming over Bret Hart at SummerSlam 97. Damn. And this is SummerSlam 2017. So they kind of used the, sl- the same uh, poster. Okay. And Bret won that match. Sorry to bring it up again, but these past... I did, I did a podcast at SummerSlam 97, and then I'm pretty sure I brought it up. Okay. On SummerSlam podcast. But uh, it was a little bit of a feud that Brett and Michaels were in. And during the match, Michaels was a special guest referee versus, or it was Sean, sorry. Sean was a special guest referee and it was Brett versus Undertaker for the WWF championship. Okay. I think Brett spit in Michaels' face during the match. So Michaels... <gasps> Went for a chair shot. He ducked and hit the Undertaker. Okay. And then reluctantly counted a three. Damn. And then, so, Brett won the title from the Undertaker. In this one, Naomi made, uh, no, sorry. Natalia made Naomi submit. And I'm glad. I, I, I wanted to see. Dude, I'm torn. I like Naomi as champion, but I want to see Natalia win it. I think she deserves to be champion. Your thoughts on it? Nothing? No? I don't like the SmackDown chicks. No? You don't like the match? No. They had a really good match. They had a really good match. Uh, Naomi being the more high-flying one of the two. The more crowd-friendly. And Natalia bringing it down. Trying to get her submission in. She didn't get it the first time, but after locking in for the second time, she got the... Submission. The sharpshooter. Mm. 11 minute match. Not okay. too long. 
for the for the first match. Well, was it was it the first match of the pay per view? No, I don't think so. Oh, my God, dude. What happened? Why do I remember more about the shitty match than I do about the the badass matches? Because there was a lot of badass matches this card. I don't know why I remember sh- stuff about the fucking shittiest match on the card. We had Big Cass versus fucking the Big Show with Enzo in the Shark Cage. That was dumb. That was I, fucking complete garbage. And I think was it was the first match that opened up the main event. Yeah, I remember that. They had they had this guy in the Shark Tank, which is basically a cage if you don't know what a Shark Tank is. Um, And they had him like put baby oil on himself and escape out of... Well, he was cage. throwing his clothes at him or something? He was throwing his... He was taking his clothes off. Yeah, and throwing it at him and then yeah. he put... Baby oil. Baby oil and escaped. Out of the cage. Yeah. And then once he came on the ring, Big Cash just hit him in the knee with a... Hit him in the face with his uh, boot. Big boot to the face. Knocked him out. Yeah, and then... Cash landed his Empire elbow on the Big Show in one. It's kind of a stupid match. Like I said, it was a shit match. They could have worked that one a lot better. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think that rivalry was going nowhere, even with the Big Show. I don't know what they were trying to do. And then, so yesterday you have uh, Big Cass versus Enzo More again on SmackDown in a Brooklyn Street fight. Enzo More, no, uh, Big Cass fucks up his leg. Torn ACL. Yeah, torn ACL, so he's out for a while. Nine months, he comes yeah. back like in May, June next year. Randy and Rusev, so, dude, I don't know what the hell's going on with this. So, Rusev attacks Randy before the match starts, then the match starts, and... 10 seconds in, Randy Orton wins. He lands a RKO and wins. Out of nowhere. Yeah, they squashed the match. I don't know. They Man. squashed or, or they squashed uh, Rusev. Like you said, I remember the, the dumb matches. I remember that perfectly because it ended so quick. How long was it? 10 seconds? Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Sa- Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss. That one was okay. Dude, 13 minutes, 10, 10 seconds, long match. Well, That's not long, bad. but, it, you know, they gave him good time. Yeah. Um, dude, Sasha Banks, champion, new champion, four time. I like it on her, man. I like it on her. She's a crowd favorite. Um, she can't fight, um, the hugger right now. Bailey's going to come back heel. That's why I like it. Oh, she's going to come back heel? Watch. They're listening, so they might as well do it. They have the they have the perfect angle now. Her best friend's the champion. They booed her when she left. She needed the belt. She comes back wanting the belt. My best friend has it, so I have to beat her for it. Yep, I can see it. Do it. Do it. So we'll see where they go with that. But um, that's what I hope they do. But yeah, Sasha Banks wins. Good match. They put on a match. A uh, good match. I was gonna say they put on a match. <laughs> <laughs> they put on a match. Yeah. No, turn the match off. During the match, I think Alexa throws a fit because she can't get the pin. She could, she just couldn't put her away. And oh. uh, Sasha Banks gets in the bank statement and gets the tap out. That's what I remember from the match. And then, like I said earlier, like I ruined it, it was Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus Sheamus and Cesaro for the tag team championships. So oh, I'm super dude. glad about this just because Dean and uh, Ro- uh, yeah, Rollins were... Kind of lost in the limbo and had really nothing to do. 
and this gives them a little bit of direction if they can keep in the tag team title picture. Yeah, man, they they might as well form the shield for Roman. Build Reign. it, yeah. Build the big build the tag team division with them. Maybe help uh, Roman get a title. Help him get the Intercontinental title because Miz uses the Mistarage. Yeah. So, oh, dude, that's probably what's gonna happen. Yep. Roman's probably gonna challenge for the Intercontinental title, and then you have the Mistarage fucking with him. So then you have the Shield, the shield come, come out, and then it's the Shield versus the Mistarage. Mm -hmm. But it's really gonna be Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns for the Miz. Intercontinental title. Yeah. Yep. Man, they're listening to us. Yeah. It's probably what's gonna happen. And uh, so yeah, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose win. Badass match. Sh uh, Cesaro at one point runs out of the ring and go. He goes to grab one of the beach balls because the crowd is being super disrespectful. Yeah, he rips it up. Yeah, and he bl fucking blows it up. He rips it up with his bare hands. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. That was off script. That was deservingly though. They deserved that shit. Then AJ Styles defending his championship versus Kevin Owens with uh, Shane McMahon as a special guest referee. That was okay match. I like the match, but I just don't like the gimmick of Shane being the ref. I th like I said, I was talking to you earlier. I think they're setting up Kevin Owens versus Shane O'Mac. Yeah, maybe for Survivor Series or for WrestleMania. AJ Styles and Shane already had uh, their rivalry. They already had their that was a good match, match too at yeah. WrestleMania. That so I think Kevin Owens or I think Shane McMahon noticing the type of wrestler Kevin Owens is wants wants a piece of that. He wants to try it out. Oh. He he likes having good matches against people. And he puts on memorable matches, so... <laughs> I like Kevin Owens for a shit-talking dude. Yeah, he's a bad shit-talker. So, there's a lot there that he can shit-talk, and there's a lot of promo work he can do. And they can put on a good match, so we'll see. We'll see where that goes. And, uh... The modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. He's on the juice. <laughs> yeah, definitely on the roids. Oh, my God. When they did that pan around... When he came out for his entrance, mm -hmm. dude, he had so many pimples across his chest and across his back. And he tried to cover it up with makeup, which makes it stand out even more. The only thing like I... Fucking craters. The only thing I don't like about this... It's a really small guy versus a fucking No, wall. it's... Uh, gender's finishes are always the same now. Okay. It's always the same thing. The, the Singh brothers always interfere the same. Way. Yeah, I, I want something a little bit new. But we'll see. He's a good heel. I like Jinder as a heel champion. And uh, they have I, I thought it was a little bit too soon for Shinsuke anyway. So. They might as well him mm -hmm. be a job yep. for him right now. We'll see where it goes. They're not going to bury uh, Shinsuke. Though. Oh, no. Shinsuke's got too much of a following. I, I say they save him or put him in the title picture for the U.S. title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I want to see him and AJ so bad. This and... uh. <laughs> A Japanese pirate. Then, then we had the the match of the the night for SummerSlam. We had uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman in a Fatal Four Way. Dope ass uh, match. Yeah, that yeah. Was dope man. So for heavyweights. Yeah, dude. The match starts and they kind of just divide. It. No, Brock. Sorry, they just divide. Brock starts German suplexing everybody. Everybody. Yes. Everyone gets German suplexes. Yo, mama got a German yeah. suplex. And then I think Brock goes out to the outside to grab Samoa, and Samoa locks in the Cohiba clutch. And out of nowhere, dude, they hit me out of nowhere with this. Fucking uh, Roman Reigns hitting the the spear 
with Joe moving out of the way and they break through the barricade and they break Brock through the barricade. Mm-hmm. Then here comes the fun part. So they get up and a little I don't know what happens after this, but Bra- Braun gets a hold of Brock. And he run and power slams him through the first table. Through the Mexican Through the Mexican table. And then table. He, through the second he he running power slams him through his second one. The regular yeah, and then, table. Yeah, and then he flips the third one on Brock. Yes. So the medics have to come and carry his, him away. Brock Lesnar is like yeah. dead at this point. Yeah, pretty much he was dead. Paul Heyman's like crying. Yelling. Yeah. Yelling at Strowman and everything. <laughs> yeah, he was pleading with him, basically <laughs> yeah. almost sucking his cock to not kill Brock. Yeah, it was it was good, man. It was it was yeah. fucking dope, man. Yep. It was awesome. He slammed him through two tables. Running power slams. Dude, that's his finisher. Yeah. He's doing the finisher on Brock Lesnar. Yep. Through two tables. Brock. After he got speared through a barricade, and then he puts a table on him. Yeah. So the paramedics come and take him away. On the stretcher. Yeah, and then uh, so. Braun is dominating the match because now it's only three of them. Mm-hmm. And then Brock returns. Yeah, he runs back into the ring. Yeah, so he escapes from the paramedics. And he comes back and he starts German suplexing everybody again. Yep. Lands in F5. Who did he pin? Uh, was it Roman? Fuck, I can't remember. I don't think it was Braun. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's fucking beeping. Should I yeah. turn up the gain so everyone hears it? They could probably hear it a little bit. Yeah, so Bron. It's not gonna go sorry, away. Brock wins. Yeah, I'm just going to speak up there. Perfect. So Brock wins. I, unexpectedly, I thought he was going to drop the title. Yeah, to go to the UFC. Because and how he knew that. Yeah. Fucking yeah, they probably gave him the steroids. Yeah. So, dude, man. It was just awesome. That last match, it was unexpected to finish, and the the match itself was awesome. And compared to last year's SummerSlam, ten times better I from what I remember. Last year's SummerSlam. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna remember this SummerSlam. Hell yeah, man. Uh huh. I I remember the NXT more than the fucking SummerSlam. Yeah, NXT was awesome. NXT SummerSlam was awesome. In the face. Full Heel Podcast is awesome. You guys should subscribe like, on YouTube, like, share, iTunes, and Podbean, so you guys can hear all of this shit. So yeah, that was it, dude. That was the badass fucking match. It was uh. It was a good SummerSlam. Uh, NXT, I give it an A. A plus. SummerSlam, I give it a B. Yep. And uh, go back and watch them. Even if you heard this, and you heard our reviews about them, they're definitely worth seeing if you're a wrestling fan. If you like it, definitely. I'd go back and watch them. They got some stories brewing. They got some. They got some shit coming your way. So, a lot of young talent coming yeah, up. it's gonna be epic, and um, thanks a lot, Jamie, for coming and uh, yeah, man, always glad to be here, helping me talk about some wrestling. Yeah, this uh, Mayweather fight is gonna be this weekend, so we <laughs> can save the dope. talk for. Well, I'll save it for Frankie tomorrow and for you on Saturday. Bring Frank will nuts, be here on Connor, Saturday as bring well. Your balls. Yeah, Connor bring better bring his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, look, well, I'll save the talk. I'll talk more about it tomorrow yeah. with Frankie. This will probably be released tomorrow, and then I'll release the other one the day after that. So, thanks a lot, everyone that's already subscribed, that's uh, liked anything, commented on anything. Shout-outs to Mr. National Soldier. Badass guy. Always uh, commenting on stuff and leaving leaving feedback and stuff. He's a cool guy. So, thanks a lot, and everybody else, all our listeners. 
I see the numbers. I just don't see any more comments for a lot of people. But, like, I see the numbers and shit for downloads and feed hits. Thanks to all those people. It's growing. Yeah, I love you guys. It's growing little by little. You guys are helping me. So share this anywhere you guys can. And drop me some likes, drop me some comments, and I'll answer your questions and anything that you guys want me to answer. Uh, thanks a lot again, Jamie, and I love all you guys. Peace out, bitches. Sick of my tutters, bitch, to put the donuts in the bag quicker, right? Shit, I strike niggas, bite bitches, wife, hit a Christ. It's a crisis. Niggas' hands up like it's a heist. Might get them. Hold up. Who you said the winner was? I bet I finished quick and eat you faster than your dinner. Cause they asked why they fly and crash. I say you gotta land slow. Cancer, yo, but healthy though. Raps new. Rambo